Welcome, everybody, to the Circle C Reach podcast. This is our first of seven, and we are here, and we are going to be walking through the same exact topics that we're going to be working through with Virtual Camp and Camp in a Box for the summer of 2020. We're so excited that you guys are here, but you need to know who we are. Uh, I'm here with Austin Barnett. Hello, hello, everybody. Austin, tell the people who you are. For sure. I uh, I work up at a church in Buffalo, New York called The Chapel, and I've uh, been, been there for about eight years or so. Love Circle C. Uh, remember the days I used to lead worship here for snow camp? Uh, that's where Josh and I first became friends and uh, have yes. been friends ever since. So uh, I'm excited for, for this podcast. I'm excited for all, all you out there listening, and, and I hope it's uh, helpful to all of you. Yeah, and my name is Josh, Josh Aram. I am the program director here at Circle C, and yeah, I've lived here my entire life. My grandpa started this camp 53 years ago, and I am so excited that we get to do this, uh, and we get to tackle these seven topics for this summer. But the first is sin. It's the problem. It's what's plaguing the world. And so today we're talking about it, and we're going to have a, a conversation about it. And if you want more information uh, about this, you can go to the rest of the things that we're posting on our YouTube channel and our social media, uh, because all this week, that is what we're talking about, the problem of sin. Sin, the problem. I think that's uh, this is where we have to start, right? We have to start. Um, so God creates the world, uh, and then, you know, through the accounts in Genesis, uh, that relationship is broken. Sin is introduced into the world, mm-hmm. and and things aren't the same. Things just aren't the same. Right. Uh, because sin, people have said it simply this way, sin separates. Mm-hmm. So sin separated us for, from God. So if we if we don't start here... Um, then, then we're missing we're missing the, the point in the sense of God has created things to work together for his good, created it perfectly, and then we have sinned and fallen short of that. Yeah, in Romans 5.12, it's in our journal for the summer, and it is a really important uh, just fact that sin came into the world through one person, and death came through sin, so death spread to everyone because everyone has sinned. This is something that touches all of us. Yeah, we have to remember sin is... Sin is not something that anybody is um, free from. from. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no one can get get away from that. Except uh, for Jesus, he did it. Yeah, there's one guy that that we know. Uh, his name <laughs> was Jesus. <laughs> yeah, there's one guy we know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think the thing about sin is people think, okay, that's murder. Okay, that's that's lying. But sin is sneaky. Yes. And it's really easy to do sinful things and not even realize how sinful they are. And so I think a phrase, this kind of, this popped up on my Instagram. Uh, There's a quote. It says, you be you is Satan's counterfeit to God's be holy as I am holy. I don't want to be me. God had to save me from me. I stand with the Apostle Paul who said, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And I have said, hey, you do you like a, a bunch of times. And at the, at the heart of it, when we do us, we're sinful people. Like, sure. what does that mean? Right. And it doesn't, it doesn't help us any. When, when no. God says, be holy as I am holy, because here's what we do when we say, you be you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're basically saying, what, what we do is we, we make it seem like our sin isn't as big of a deal as someone else's sin. Right. You, right. you do you. Like, I, my sin's not that bad. Like, I'm not that bad of a person. I, like you said, I didn't murder anybody. Yeah, right. You do you. Like, I'm going to be me. I'm a decent person. This is who I am. But here's the thing. Decent people 
don't get into heaven. Right. 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 Perfect people do. Correct. Yeah. And and we've already blown that chance. Sure have. We've already. I'm not a perfect person. Right. Um, and that's been true of me my whole life already. Yeah, right. uh, so when we say you do you, and it's like, yeah, I'm just gonna be me, and and hopefully my my good will outweigh my bad. And when I get to heaven, God will say like, oh, you did a you did a pretty good job, and I'll I'll let you into heaven. You did you. Doesn't work. No. You do you is not where we want to be. But but you're right. The scripture says, be holy as I am holy. So how do we do that? That looks way different than you do you because we realize that we as as people are imperfect and incomplete. Mm-hmm. We can't do it on our we can't do it on our own. Right. If we're to be holy as God is holy, then we have to know our creator. We have to come to Jesus who came and died on a cross for us. Yep. Gave his life for us. Yep. So that we can live in relationship with him again. Right. If we're supposed to be holy as he is holy, we have to know who he is. And we have to do what he says do. Exactly, exactly. Right, so what does that look like? What does leading yourself yes. well look like? Right, we have to lead ourselves. Because if it's true that sin has separated us from God, it's mm-hmm. also true then if Jesus came and lived the perfect sinless life and died for me and died for you, that, that sin that has separated us, now Christ has come to bring us back together. Yes. And, and as he come, brings us back together, we must lead ourselves well, not so that we can do us, mm-hmm. but so mm-hmm. we can discover who God has made Ooh. us to be Yes, in him, right? not in ourselves and in our own good. And that's the difference, right? It's, it's, not a, it's not so much about the people that we feel we are, but God created us to be the people we are, mm-hmm. but he has a plan mm-hmm. for us. And when we try to make our own plan, well, that's when things get screwy. Absolutely. Yeah, we have to trust God with our steps. The, Psalm, the Psalms would say that, that we, we can make our plans, but God determines our steps. Ooh, yeah. God determines right. our steps. And if, we're, if we get so stuck in, I'm going to do me and I'm going to do what I want, mm-hmm. but yet forget to hear God's voice and are, are constantly coming back to listening to his voice, particularly through his word. He's yeah. given us his word, and we can't neglect that or can't forget about that, but we need to be in that. So I think leading yourself well, mm-hmm. and I think this is a great place for us to start camp. What yeah. does it look like to lead yourself well? For this summer. Exactly. Yeah. Because it starts somewhere. You it look at all to. these people and you're like, how did they get there? How are they doing this? These giants of the faith that like, I love their relationship with God. How are they so close to Jesus? Right. Jesus. Like, they didn't get there overnight. No. But we think we, we can make that assumption sometimes. Right. It starts with, when we come to know Jesus, what are the, what, what are the small baby steps that we need to take every day? Mm-hmm. Because that eventually adds up. Right. Right? And yeah, that's, that's right. So what are they? Yeah. I think, I think it, we have to figure out, we have to remember, rather, what those, those things are, specifically his word and, and prayer. Now, uh, I, I've been running a lot recently, right? Yeah. And, and what I know is is, you know, uh, I'm coming up on the, the end of June here, and I'm hoping to do 50 miles in one month. That's my... That's my Whoa. Goal. Yeah, I'm a, just a couple miles away. Yikes. Just a couple miles away. That sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah. But, but what I know is I didn't do all of that in one day. Yeah. I didn't do all of that in one day. Is it even possible? It, it probably is, <laughs> but not for me. Okay. Not for me. But but what I know is it's small steps, mm-hmm. small strides that get me to an end goal that yeah. I'm looking. And if the end goal is not me being me, you do you, but it instead is allowing us to conform to the image of Christ. Romans 12, 2, right? Don't conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed yes. by the renewing of our mind. Mm-hmm. I think the question about leading ourselves is how do we transform our mind? 
Yes. How do we transform our mind? And, and there's there's a couple ways I know. Um, you know, we are actually even different in some of the ways that we do that. But in time of day, I guess I would say right. that looks different. But the things that make up leading well, mm-hmm. that's what stays the same. Yeah, it has to. So let, let's talk about elements of leading yourself well. Right. We, we we've, like we've established it. it's a journey. Right. Sin has separated us. But Christ has brought us together. Mm-hmm. And, and leading ourselves well, becoming holy as God is holy is a journey. It's mm-hmm. small steps at a, at a time. But but what are the small steps that we need to take? So so what's something that we should be doing daily? I think I don't I don't think there's a cookie cutter mold. For sure. Uh, like you're saying, I think that every day we have to set aside time to spend with God. If we are going to try to be holy as he is holy, we have to spend time in his word coming to know who he is. And so for you, I know you get up stupid early (laughs) and spend time with God. But for me, I am the least morning person I know. If I get up by nine, it's a good day. Uh, That's terrible to admit that. Uh, But... I know for me, like, if I get going through the day, sometimes I just feel drained without uh-huh. that time. Uh-huh. And without spending time in God's word, I can't lead myself well for the day. Right. Right. And I've become so dependent on it, it's kind of cool. Yeah. I, it, was, it was interesting. When you begin to be in such a habit of being in God's word, and um, you begin to realize that the scripture is true when it says it's alive and active. That mm-hmm. is sharper than the yes. short. Like right. you begin to, you get excited about what God is teaching you because you see it play out in your life. Yes, it's it's unbelievable. But and we say it often. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, let's be in our word. Let let's be like God has given us a gift. Like we also have to remember this. Mm-hmm. God's given us His word. Right. Right. And we have the benefit uh, because of the way that we are brought up, because of the context that that we live in. Mm-hmm. We know how to read. Yeah. Like, and we, we have, you know, I don't know if you're like me. I have like six different Bibles. Like, oh, I know. There's, yeah. There's people around the world who, one, either don't know how to read, or two, if they were caught with a physical hard copy of the Bible, they, they potentially could be killed. Yeah. And we yeah. have such blessing, like, and we can't take that for granted. No. Can't take that for granted. I know. So I think being in his word is, is pivotal and, and primary in, in some of these things. And, and what happens then when we are in God's word, it naturally has an outflowing that we would want to communicate with him. Yeah, it's just an overflow. Correct. Oh, uh, yeah. And, and God, so in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, right? And he mm-hmm. spoke them into existence. Some powerful. What there. does that tell us? God is a communicative God. He wants right. to communicate with us. Yeah. He speaks, right? Mm-hmm. So we can listen and hear his voice. So I think, I think obviously being in his word, but then also that then helps us to be in prayer to him. Yes. And we allow the scriptures to feed our prayers. Yeah. Because we see the heart of God in the scriptures, mm-hmm. and then we know the heart of God because of the prayer that we're engaging with him. Right. And I think when we lead ourselves well, and by leading ourselves, I mean God leads us through his sure. word, right? Uh, but then we get to be part of a bigger picture. And we get to be a part and play a real role in the body of Christ. Quick story, I love Ultimate Frisbee, mm. and I'm, it's the one sport I'm actually good at. I was going to say, are you good at Yeah. <laughs> I'm not good at any other sport. I don't know anything about I, any other sport. I, sad, this, I sadly can confirm that. <laughs> <laughs> I am, yeah, I'm terrible at sports. Uh, but Ultimate Frisbee, I'm actually good at. And the thing that I'm the strongest at is I can throw really long, really far. And if I do me on the ultimate Frisbee court, I'm just going to bomb that Frisbee every time. Right. And that doesn't help anybody unless I got really fast people and then they could catch it. <laughs> but if we are just doing our own thing, blazing our own trail, it's going to kind of look mm-hmm. like me just bombing a Frisbee. 
But when we take a step back, we see the plan that God has for us. We can play a really big, important role on the team. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's really important to lead ourselves well because of the big picture. Right. Because then we get to play a role in potentially changing people's lives. 100%. Yeah. It, when, we, when we start to realize it's not about us, but it's about... Ooh. It's about Christ. Like, yeah, you do you. Great. You know, some people think that's a great statement. But in reality, how do we live a life to realize it's, it's not about us? We're not as big of a deal as we might think we are. But God's invited us into a greater story, mm-hmm. something bigger than ourselves. Yeah. Bigger than who we are, bigger than, right. than, than anything we could ever dream or it's imagine like the for ourselves. That's the coolest thing, right. <clears throat> and we, we play a role in that. Mm-hmm. We play a role. Why does he use us? Exactly. <laughs> Why right. on earth? We're so stubborn. Yes, yes. <laughs> We're stubborn, sinful people. Why does he use us? He does. <laughs> yeah. So I think another thing, uh, when it comes to leading yourself well and like living life and being mindful of your choices right around us. We're at camp right now. We're in Miss Kate's yeah, we are. setup. And right around us, there's cornfields, there's hay fields everywhere. Yeah. Farmers are planting seeds. And in three months, there's going to be plants. Yeah. In our life, well, we're always planting seeds, but we might not see what those are going to grow into. And like Galatians says it really well. Galatians 6, 7 through 8 says, make no mistake about this. You can never make a fool out of God. Whatever you plant is what you'll harvest. If you plant in the soil of your corrupt nature, you will harvest destruction. But if you plant in the soil of your spiritual nature, you will harvest everlasting life. Mm. And I think that's a really huge thing, especially for you guys who are listening right now. What you're doing right now is going to determine what is growing in your life. Yeah. Whether you realize it or not, the things that you do every day— are dictating what's going to happen in the future. So I I heard somebody say this, who I am today is Mm -hmm. a result of how I've lived thus far. And who I will become tomorrow and a year from now and two years from now is a result of how I live my life today. So so sometimes we think, hey, you do you in the moment. This is you. Right, right, right. But it's not because it's you are a result of all that you've done Mm -hmm. up until this moment. Yeah. But... Your story's not done yet. So even if so, so those of you listening that feel like your life's a mess, those of you that feel that you're listening and, and you're not worthy, that, that your life doesn't matter, not true. Not true. You're writing your story for tomorrow. Yes, yes, your history may may look bleak. Your your history may be dark, but God wants to bring light to your story. God wants to bring light to your life to to write a new story in your heart so that he can begin to redeem and make you new. That's what Jesus is all about, taking old things and making them new, taking broken things and making them whole. Yeah. This is the, this is the God that we serve. Yeah. And, and although sin has separated us, Jesus has brought us together, and now we realize we play a part in a bigger story that God is inviting us into using our gifts and abilities and setting daily expectations for ourselves to to know the heart of God right. and to communicate with the heart of God through yeah. prayer. I think leaving listening to this, if you guys are still here, uh, I think don't just allow this to be like a pep talk for you. Mm. I would say this summer, make this summer a time where you start to implement these things. You start to plant seeds in the soil of your spiritual nature, mm. not so much the corrupt nature. And really dive into what that means. I mean, we're only on here for like 15 minutes. But for the rest of this week, really try to figure out what that looks like for you right. and what spending time with God looks like. So we're talking about planting, right? Let's, let's, let's talk about a few things 
that just say these are going to be the daily expectations. So, so maybe right. maybe you challenge yourself in this moment. Those of you that are listening, you challenge yourself to say, "What will this week look like?" Because mm-hmm. we don't need to we, we don't need to blow up like it's mm-hmm. it's it's about today and tomorrow and then like how can we live today for Jesus? How can we live today and in this moment for Him? Because right. when we start to do that, it starts to add up, and then we look behind us and we've seen that we've been following Christ faithfully for for months and years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it starts with today. So, so what are what are the two things that you're going to do this week, every single day? Right. Uh, and, and for me, and and I don't know about for you, Josh, but for me, that's that is getting up every morning, reading through God's Word, mm-hmm. journaling through it, and spending some time in prayer. Yeah. That's it. That's that's not just a habit for me. That's a daily expectation I have for myself. Good. Because you you can set expectations for yourself, mm-hmm. even though like the world tries to put so many expectations on you. Like here's here's a newsflash: like you can put your own expectations on right, yourself. Right, right. My expectation is that I'm in God's word and prayer every single day, yes. every day. I love that you said that. Yeah, the world gives us so many expectations. You uh-huh. have to be this, this. Why can't you give yourself some right. some good ones? <laughs> and yeah, I think what about Bob? Said it great. Just got to take some baby steps. Baby steps. Baby stepping to baby the steps. Bible. Baby stepping to yep. some prayer. <laughs> maybe the title is Baby Steps. Yeah, maybe. Uh-huh. Not the problem. Baby steps. Baby steps. Well, I think that about sums up our first podcast. Awesome. This has been fun. This has been fun. I can't wait for six more of these. Here we go. So make sure you guys are subscribed to make sure that you are tuning in for the rest of the virtual camp program. And we, will, we won't see you, but you'll hear us next week. Very nice. Have a great first week at camp. Love it. All right, you happy campers. We'll see you soon. (laughs) Bye, guys. (laughs) 